along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet Perix Ghost Channel and beyond. Okay. You there, young lady? Hello. Well, yeah. How are wow. you? You're awful quiet. You're awful quiet. What's up with that? No introduction? What the heck? I did. I, I introduced you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. I did too. <laughs> what, your I'm real name today. doesn't count? Huh? Your real name doesn't count? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I guess not. Fine. I don't know. I'm in La La today. I was up at 4 a.m. to do this mock simulation at our uh, local high school with the SWAT why? team. Why? Yeah, why were you up at 4 a.m.? I was doing the makeup for the people who were the victims of the, victims. the mock Aren't assault. Aren't we all victims? Hmm? Aren't we all victims? We're all victims. Yeah. But some of us are bloodier than others. So yeah. that's why I was there working my magic. Ha yeah. ha. But, uh, yeah. So how, how did you get roped into doing that? I didn't get roped into doing it. I have a friend who is a police officer. Um, Hello, getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning is not getting roped into <laughs> doing it. I have a friend who's a police officer. I have several friends, actually, who are police officers in East uh-huh. Bridgewater. And, um, but uh, Officer Mike approached me and said, how would you like to do the special effects makeup and we'll buy all the stuff and all you have to do is show up. And I'm like, I'm there. I can't pass up. I, I'm I'm like a, you know, it's an offshoot of face painting, the whole face painting business. You do special effects. I mean, it's really exciting to get an opportunity to do that. So mm. I said, I'm there. He said, there good, it starts at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was pretty and cool. Speaking of police officers, I want to say hello to Michelle from uh, Tennessee. I see her in chat. Hello, Michelle. I see her. I haven't seen her in a long time. She's been you know who I time. don't see? I don't see John? John. No, he wasn't around yesterday either, too. He must be under the weather. Oh, I hope he's okay. Mm. Anyways, uh, guess what's coming up pretty soon, believe it or not? Spirit Quest. That's right. Quest. <laughs> up at the uh, Haunted VZ uh, State in Groveland, Massachusetts, Uh Steve Parsons, who the New York Times said is the gold standard in ghost hunting, it'll Ooh. be there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as well as as well as Cal Cooper, the of course from the UK as well. Uh in his telephone he's a parapsychologist, wrote the book Telephone Calls from the Dead. Mm-hmm. And uh Jane Darty will be coming back, uh, with her crystal skulls and psychic, psychic belly. belly. Yeah, and that uh, is really weird. And uh, uh, Kelly Spangler, Salem Witch, and uh, will be there as well. And also uh, the young lady who we have on the show. Mm-hmm. And 
she was here last year. She is, uh, is she a witch? I just don't know. I know she's a psychic medium. Hmm. Lady you Die. No. Yeah, Lady Die. Lady Die, are you a witch? <laughs> ah. Hi, Danny. Of course. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? That's what happens when when you get old, Jenny. Is that that Ron just can't remember anymore? That's the problem. <laughs> no, it's just. <laughs> so, I I wait a minute. So, how long have you been a witch? I mean, is uh, yeah, how long have you been a witch? I guess that's a pretty forward question. Yeah, I've been practicing now mm, five years. Okay, so so you're a newbie then? Yeah, I'm pretty new. Pretty new at it. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you, but you've, been, you've been a medium most of your life, right? Well, that's all my life. But uh, the problem with the craft was it took me many years to come to terms with the fact that, you know, I, I was raised Catholic. Yeah, who wasn't? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we hear you. Myself, so to speak, until I realized, you know, that, I, I just decided to go down a different avenue, you know, um, and explore different things. And I realized that one thing really didn't have to do with the other. So mm-hmm. that's why it took me so long to get on board. So <laughs> <laughs> Do you find oh, that you're happier pursuing? Oh, absolutely. That, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I yeah, don't know you, why. If you can get away from Catholic guilt, of course you're going to be happier. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Once I realized that I wasn't going to burn in hell, I figured out. <laughs> well, I mean, the jury's the luck of that, dear. I'll, I'll let you know if you're going to burn in hell or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I've got connections up there, so, uh, you know, you better be careful. Oh, better watch your stuff. Um, watch out. <laughs> so... It, it craft, though, uh, it, being a witch is, is is not really the same as, as a religion. It, it's it's a craft versus a, a religion like uh, Wiccan, because uh, you're not Wiccan. You're a, you do uh, you're a witch, right? I am. I practice the craft. I'm still Catholic, but I mm-hmm. practice exactly. You know, it's like anything else. It's like playing an instrument, or you know, it's just another facet of who I am. That's all. I believe in God first and foremost, always. And always mm-hmm. will. I also believe that God wants us to help ourselves too. Oh, that's nice. That's that's a good that's way to the, marry those two, you know. And that's where the craft comes in. I don't practice dark. I don't do anything dark. I only do light um, to help and and you know to help people get further, just to push it. You know, push it. Good things for good people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's my goal, basically. Okay. I see Michelle was saying that she's having a problem getting the show on the computer. I, I hope we're not having a problem on the uh, station right now. But anyways, it will be archived. So Okay. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, Jenny, I mean, how did you meet Kelly? I mean, Kelly Spangler, is that's how I met you, is through Kelly Spangler. Um, right. How, you're right. How did you two hitch up? Well, I found myself wandering into Salem <laughs> one day. Oh, big surprise. I, you know, it, it's so funny because I guess you're just drawn to certain places. And uh, 
I went up to Massachusetts to see some friends. I was actually in Danvers, and I went into Salem, and I met somebody who eventually introduced me to Kelly. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Kelly and I, from the moment we met, we just hit it off because we're, we're just kindred souls. You know, she's just as crazy as I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't I take mean, too long for it at all. <laughs> Do you find that in life there are we are brothers and sisters to certain people that uh, we just don't know it. I mean, we're so attached to them. There, there's the, that connection. Oh, I absolutely believe that. I do. I do. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with past lives. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that it's a coincidence. That, you know, meeting the people we meet in life. I think we're meant to meet for for. A, specific purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything is coincidence. Um, mm. And I think, you know, you meet who you have to meet. And that's mm-hmm. it. You know, it could be good, it could be bad, but there's no right. reason. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> could go either way. <laughs> so What's you, that in? So What? What's that in? I said it could go either way. Could? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who you meet. Uh, but you know what? You got to look at it this way: if it's a bad encounter, then you take a lesson from it, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. true. And if it's a good encounter, then you have another friend, and and somebody else is in your life for the rest of your life. So, yeah. you know, so, originally I, I believed in that, but I, I'm more of a, a believer in our own destiny now. I, I believe that we go and become what we chose to become, and it's all done by minor little decisions we make all through our lives and in the roads we go where we're constantly uh, bombarded by decisions to do and we make them most of them unconsciously but they all lead us to a, a certain way depending on the path we chose but that's just me <laughs> well okay that's just your humble opinion mm-hmm. all right you know, the, the path you choose is going to lead you to meet the people that you meet, isn't it? It is, exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that we we can't get guidance. Don't get me wrong there. Yeah, we, we can get guidance, and we can get guidance from uh, spiritual guidance as well as uh, human guidance. Or, uh, but uh, it, it's, once again, it comes down to our choices as well as we may get the guidance, uh, but we may not take the guidance, and it may lead us different way. So that's, anyways, that's I'm really that's my big thing now. That's okay. that's that's one of those conversations where you sit outside on a summer night and have a couple of beers and just there you go. Like, <laughs> there you go. Wow. wow. There you go. Oh, uh, 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 like on the porch at uh, 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 Spirit Quest. Exactly. That's right. That's a nice porch. That is a nice porch to sit and have a beer on. (laughs) That conversation will go on for the whole weekend, too. (laughs) I I actually have a a office at uh, that place now, and and uh, I'm really proud of it. And it's it's a very peaceful and and quiet place here for me. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, doing a lot of work out of there. Uh, I actually have two offices right now, so it's I'm splitting time basically. Wow, you're important now, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. So, so Jenny, uh, I know that you have a new book coming out, and and so I'm kind of excited to hear about it. 
Yeah, um, actually, it's already out. It was published in March, mm-hmm. and it's called Their Whispers Tell a Story. I'm very, very proud of it because I feel like I could put another check on my bucket list <laughs> <laughs> of accomplishments. Um, yeah, I mean, over the years, you know, different experiences that I've had, um, experiences with family members, things that have gone on with them, um, you know, we always talk about these things, and I, and I would always tell these stories to people, and I said, you know what, let me just write them down, put them all together, organize them, and publish it, and that's exactly what I did. Um, so it's, you know, short stories, it's a real quick read, I'm getting really wonderful reviews on it. Excellent. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm really, really happy with it. I'm really happy with the outcome. And, and where can people, uh, if they want to get a copy of it, where can they get it? They can get it on Barnes & Noble, um, authorhouse.com, amazon.com, um, and it's available in paperback, hardcover, or for Kindle. Very nice. Yeah. You've got it all covered. That's, there you I go. got it all covered. That's right, baby. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. <laughs> or, that's right. Or if people come to Spirit Quest this year, are you going to have some books there too? Oh, absolutely. There. Oh, cool. I'll make my husband sit out there and, and <laughs> 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 hope he did last year. Ah, but they could, get, they could get your signature on it, and uh, there you absolutely. go. And, and the... You also last year you brought your paintings and and uh, you you are a uh, artist as well, which I thought was uh, interesting since I can't even write my name, never mind draw something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, last year I came up with my paintings. Um, it's one of my loves too. I've done that all my life. Mm-hmm. I love to, it's a a way to relax for me, you know, writing, painting. Well, you know, I'm a Pisces, so i got to do everything creative. Just like me, Jenny, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> the only oh. thing that I can't do is play an instrument, and that's very frustrating to me. So maybe that will be something else I'll put on my bucket list. Oh, there you go. It's never too late. Never say never. Well, never say never. <laughs> so do you, do, you, do you feel like, do you feel like maybe... Um, the inspiration for your paintings does that come from from your witchcraft or does that come from someplace else um you know it's so funny i i, I think it comes from someplace else mm-hmm. um i've always painted and i've always drawn but I, I, it's weird because i feel like my muse goes to sleep for a while you know yeah. I mean, it's very frustrating like you know, six or seven months will go by, I'll sit in front of a canvas and I'll be like, Ugh, you know, like nothing comes out. And then all of a sudden it's like this light goes off and mm-hmm. I'm painting like a crazy maniac for two or three weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but and writing I, is yeah. like that too. Is, don't you think, uh, Jenny, isn't writing like that too? Sometimes you just sit down to write and you you got nothing, you know, and then yeah. other times it just flows. Absolutely. I, I think that um, writing is, is like that, too. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I've just painted and dabbled even with writing all my life, too, because it's just things that I've had interest in. Um, I'm just glad I finally pushed myself forward to have it published. Oh, that's excellent. It's a lot of work. You know. Yeah, cool. but, you know, it, it is a lot of work. It's getting it together and deciding what you really want and what you want to put in there. And, you know, I put pictures in the middle. So <laughs> All right. Good. 
We like pictures. That's what I figured. You know, after everybody reads after a while, they like to see little pictures in the middle of the book. That's, so right. like, that's, what, that's why I read Playboy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. After a while, i got to look at the pictures in the middle. So, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. Nice yeah, one. Let's get frustrating because I know you buy Playboy just for the articles, right? Yeah. Of course I do. Um, <laughs> Most men do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Most women. Most women do too. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah, I'm glad you appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> all right, now I actually uh, confused myself, which is oh, anyway. so. Anyways, uh, one, uh, Jenny, one thing I did want to mention about it, now this book is all is it's all personal experiences uh, from your life, right? Um, it, well, it's kind of a cross between um, an autobiography, yeah. how I knew that I, I gifted, how it first came to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, I kind of switch off, and I, I talk about different experiences that I've had, and then I go into different experiences that quite a few members in my family have had, mm-hmm. because I do feel that a lot of this goes down through the family. Ah. Okay. I've had I have three nieces and a nephew, and all of them have had experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then right away they call me, Aunt Jen, what the hell just happened? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and I mean, I find that even like my niece has a, a set of twins, um, and they even have it. Wow. So it makes me feel it goes down in the bloodline. Wow. So I write a little bit about that, and then at the end, I just write a little bit about my opinion on certain things, like about witchcraft, and um, I don't get too heavily into it. You know, I try to keep away from the whole religion and political thing, because mm-hmm. I don't want to even stir up that pot, but... Uh, yeah, well, I did. I know it's like... <laughs> and, that's, and that's it, basically. Like I said, quick, easy stories. It's a kind of book that if you pick it up and you put it down, you can pick it up a month later, you will not be lost. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I, I purposely did it that way because I know even in my own life, like I'll pick something up and I'll read it, I'll get halfway through, and then life happens, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get back to it but sometimes for months later. And then it's like, shoot, i got to start all over again. Or, you know, go back. <laughs> but, so you, um, you feel like this goes... Back through, um, you know, it's it's in your bloodline. How far back, you know, do you do you, that you know of? Does it go? Well, see, that's the thing that I is really kind of screwed up. Like my mother died when I was so young. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know too much about her side of the family. Oh, okay. Um, I actually have cousins and running around that I've never even met because they're all over the world. Um, uh-huh. But I do know, you know, I know from her, uh, I definitely think it's from my mother's side mm-hmm. as opposed to my father's side. But um, I really don't know how far back it goes because I, I just, I have no way of finding out. Oh, okay. That's too it, bad. It's really, it's mm-hmm. really, it's really interesting is that uh, recently I saw a documentary on, on uh, childbirth and, and they now believe that the child is much more of the mother 
than uh, they suspected uh, as far as, uh, you know, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But anyway, it's much more of the mother than expected. And, and it goes on and back. So, you know, you've got some of your grandmother in you. You've got some of her mother in you, and, and, and it goes back and back and back. So it's it's an interesting thought that, yeah, you know, maybe you did pick up those traits from actually genetic uh, material. Uh, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> from, from your mother. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, so it, you know, it's tough because when you do lose them so young, I mean, it was six when she passed right. and said the rest of her family was really overseas. So um, there was no way of finding out anything, even medical history. Mm. You know, it was, everything was just bits and pieces. I know, like, there were issues when I was with my first pregnancy with my son, and, you know, the doctors asked me all these questions, and I'm like, you know, did your mother miscarry? Did she do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm. You know, I had no clue. There's no way of finding out. I mean, of course, I have some older relatives that are here that knew my mother. But, right. uh, you know, you get one story, then you get another story. and So I don't think they really even know. Wow. So where was your mother? Where was your mother from? Originally, she Originally. was from um, Yugoslavia. Well, oh. now it's yes. So it's actually part of Italy because the borders have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all the way, all the way north in Italy. But she was actually had a um, her maiden name was Slavish, and she spoke in a Slavish dialect. She didn't speak Italian, so to speak. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was. Uh, yeah, all the way north. Um, and my father's family was from Sicily, so all the way south. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> One extreme to the other, but it's so funny because I have an older sister, we're three years apart, and we're full sisters and I mean we have similarities as far as our actions and how we speak, but to see the two of us together, she's like black hair and olive skin, she's mm-hmm. dark in the sun, and I'm like the opposite. I have the green eyes. And I'm a little bit lighter, and I quite honestly look like mozzarella in, in the winter because I get so white. <laughs> but, well, don't, um, don't they say that about, you know, northern and southern Italy? I mean, yeah. that they could be a world apart, you know, exactly. as far as but, their influences. Know, my sister, totally, totally Sicilian-looking. Wow. Me, I am definitely take after my mother. Yeah. Oh. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Now, does your sister have also have that same gift? Um, you? you know what? It's so funny. She really does, but she just doesn't delve into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've, everybody's always been like, "You're a witch. You're a witch." <laughs> she just <laughs> she knows things too, but she just doesn't go into it as much as I do. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but she definitely, she definitely got something. And her daughters are the ones that have all had experiences, her daughters and her son. Ah. So. So, Jeannie, I mean, how do you make the, the transition from, you know, growing up, you know you had certain abilities. How do you make that transition into, you know, 
making it a profession where you actually do readings and so forth. And you do pretty good readings because I remember uh, a lot of people complimented you up at uh, Spirit Quest last year. So, I mean, how do you make that transition? Um, well, you know, I knew since I was very, very young that I had something. And truthfully, all these years before doing it professionally, I would speak to people, go into houses where there were disturbances, you know, it was always friends or friends of friends. I never really charged them, charged them for it mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but, you know, I just got to a point in my life where I was like, you know what, I, I love doing this. And whether you like me or not, I know in my heart that I'm doing the right thing. I see the people that I help. And, I mean, who's got it better than me? I love what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like an extension of me, and now I get paid for it. So I mean, that's the best part. <laughs> I, I do what I love. So I mean, nobody's got it better than me. I mean, I only really started doing this professionally again, probably about four or five years ago. Um, I didn't pick up the cards until about four or five years ago too, because I always just did the mediumship and the uh, the psychic work. I had no need for the clues. I still really don't have any need for the cards, but I feel that people need a visual. So oh. that's why I need the cards. So do you do galleries? Yes. You do? Yes, I do. Mm. <laughs> oh, the wheel is mine to turn in. Watch out. Yep, <laughs> I just put, just found another job for you at Spirit Quest. <laughs> well, when I do a reading... I never separate what the cards say from mediumship. So, in other words, as I'm reading, Mm -hmm. if something comes in or somebody comes in, I will stop and I will talk to you about who is standing behind you and what they're saying to me. Uh Oh, okay. So, you get a lot for your money. (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of people, like, you know, they they cut that line right there, and they're like, oh, no, mediumship is more, and, you know, you can only do cards, and, but I don't I don't feel that way. I feel I have a gift, and if somebody's coming through, I'm just going to start yapping about it. Like, you know. Well, I think that's absolutely, you should do that. You know, how could you, how could you ignore it? <laughs> well, I can't, I can't ignore the break, so I have to nope. take a break right now. So anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blowing bombshell itself in Kerrigan. And the humble Van Helsink right here on Tojinet Parax Ghost Channel and beyond with our special guest, Jenny D. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet Radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. 
For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place and oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest this evening, Janny D. There you go. So, any, anyways, uh, Janny, uh, give me a number between 1 and 999. <laughs> give me a number between 1 and 999. Don't give me a hard time. 77. Seventy-seven. Ooh, that's a good All one. All right. I am looking in my little 77. Okay, look at this. This is what it says. Keep up the great work. Everything you're doing right now has the Midas touch. Oh. Ooh. So how do you like that? That's a good one. Yeah, where, did you pull, Ann, where did you pull that out of? One more. Wait a minute, Ann. Which, give me a number from 1 to 999. Uh, 45. Boy, all the way up to 999, you picked double digits, both well, of you. I don't a bunch know. of clunkerheads. It came out. <laughs> I'll give you out. Anyways, the angels are helping you through a positive life change. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. And this, these these uh, wonderful readings came from Darwin Virtue, uh, who is the angel oh. lady, of course, and sh- these are angel numbers. So, oh. there you go. Very nice. I yep. actually just purchased her deck, one of her decks. You what? She has an angel deck that she came out with, an angel tower deck. Oh, yep. okay. And I just purchased it. Oh, I thought um, you said angel death. And I said, oh, that's a good no. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. What a coincidence. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. I, I see Michelle in the chat room uh, wants a, a re- angel read too. So why don't you uh, give me a number, Michelle, from one to nine hundred ninety-nine? I'm sorry, I got into this, guys. I apologize. But <laughs> I, I love doing this stuff. So Michelle, give us a number from one to nine hundred ninety-nine, and you will get your reading. And that goes for anybody else. They want to uh, go on the uh, Tojinet chat room, or the Parax chat room, and. Uh, Give us a number from 1 to 999, and I will certainly give it back to you. So there you go. Huh, there you go. Uh, what do you think of those uh, readings that, in a book like that, uh, Jenny? I mean, you, you, de- you deal with readings all the time. I mean, is there any validity to it by picking up a book and, and simply, you know, give it out a number and, and getting readings? Well... You know, I mean, it's it's written down ahead of time, so <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, when you pick a number, whatever is there is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I I I guess I'm undecided on. You know, it's just affirmation. It's just an affirmation, basically. I don't think there's anything negative in there. So no, of course not. It's angel readings. <laughs> anything you get is going to be good, right? right. But, Jenny, doesn't that go along with things happen for a reason, like you said earlier? So that if you pick the number, you mean that you're supposed to pick that number? That's the number of books. Like, I picked 77. Well, I guess uh, I, I'm 
I would need it to be told I have the Midas touch, huh? There you go. Yeah, you got the Midas touch, young lady. Keep away from you before you have gold. Never mind. Um, anyway. Michelle picked any... her number. Oh, Michelle got her number. What is her number? 893. 893. Ooh, Jenny, you don't, you don't mind me doing this, Jenny, do you? No, that's fine. You're the guest. You know I should be you chit-chat chit -chat with you, but I, I, I just love doing crazy things. Okay. <laughs> So here you go, Michelle. You have a close connection with the Ascended Masters who are supporting and getting you, or guiding you, excuse me, along the path of your divine life purpose. So the Ascended Masters looks like are going to intervene in your life and guide you to wherever you're supposed to do. So there you go. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that amazing? I'm, I'm just a wealth of, a, of, a, of a, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, something. What's your opinion? What's your opinion on angels? What do you, what do you either one of you think about angels? About angels? Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie's angels? Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, Ron. <laughs> well, you know. Um, I mean, what, what do you, you think, Emma? Do you think angels walk amongst us? Do you think there's angels in human form? What do you um, think, Ed? Come on, Ed. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought she was talking to you. No, I thought she you was were about to no, spit no. out an answer. I, I definitely think there are angels out there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I mean, it goes hand in hand with that, you know, meeting, you know, meeting the people that you're supposed to meet. And um, right. I think... You know, maybe we all have people in our lives that we consider kind of an angel. Um, oh, thank I mean, you, Ann. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, I know. See, God <laughs> sent me Ron. There you she go. She said angel, Ron. Angel. She <laughs> said angel. But, um, no, yeah. but I wrote a couple of stories about this. That's why I'm, I'm asking you. Like, I feel, I, I know that I've encountered angels in human form along mm -hmm. the course of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, they just kind of pop in. You don't know where they come from, and they pop out, and you yeah. never see them again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But their message is there for you. Right. There's a whole thing about, uh, in fact, we talked about this in Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition on Monday uh, when Leslie Martin came down. And, and, you know, to me, it's not even important whether you believe an angel is a non-compro being or is it just another soul that is, you know, doing divine work or, or guiding us. I mean, uh, to me, I, I mean, I think it's depend of your, your own personal beliefs. Uh, to me, one way or the other, an angel could be a, a divine being, yet it, it could be just a soul that's, uh, come back to guide us and and to try to help us, maybe for mistakes it made in its in its own life. Um, you know, we don't know. I mean, that that's it's the interesting thing about what we do. This we we don't know 100 percent, but I do believe there are there is something out there that's trying to help us and guide us. But that being said, and once again, I also believe in that free will thing where. We don't listen to them at times, so we don't have to listen to them. And sometimes, you know, it just bites us on the ass, I guess. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> well, so, I know I've had a couple of different encounters with angels in different ways. One, I know okay. it's in form. 
Yeah. At one point, I know I actually saw an angel in my room during a time of crisis. And the thing that I found interesting was there was no there was no sex to it. I didn't know if it was male or female. All I know is that it was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And recently, probably in May, I have a very good friend of mine that I go to for um, harmonium treatments. It's kind of like Reiki, but it's a little more intense. Um, and during one of the sessions, I was going through something, and I actually saw myself surrounded by seven angels. Oh. And these angels, one leaned over and told me exactly what I needed to do to try to change the situation because I was feeling very defeated at that point mm-hmm. and um, told me exactly what I was up against and what I needed to do to make everything turn around. Now, again, coincidence, I don't believe in it. All I know is when I did take the advice from this angel mm-hmm. and I did what I was told to do, within mm-hmm. 24 hours, the whole situation changed. Oh, my goodness. Right. But wow. then again, so, what, if, what, what if you chose not to take that advice? Well, I think if I chose not to, that I'd be an idiot because... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, like there's no idiots out there, right? Is that what you're telling me? Well, interestingly enough, the woman who was giving me the treatment, at that point when this was happening, the, the energy got so intense that she actually, like, backed away from me. Mm. And she looked at me and she was like, holy crap, what is going on? I've never felt this in, since I've been practicing. I've never had this happen to me, that the energy was so strong. I had to, like back away from you and I told her what happened and it was so funny because this angel gave me the name of the entity demon call whatever you want because it was dark that was plaguing actually it had to do with my son and gave me the name of it and showed me this thing right in front of my face and Mm -hmm. told me never ever speak the name that I'm giving to you now, but this is who you need to battle, and this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, okay, yeah. that that irritates me. I'm sorry. What is this? What is this? You can't mention the name. What do you? Come on, come on. I know I can't, but you know what? I I can't. I was I was told not to speak the name, and I won't speak the name. That's between me and what happened. Right. I I you know I respect that. No, I mean that. But you, I mean they were doing that on Paranormal State like ten years ago. It's like, well, oh, see this name? I okay, but you don't. I mean, you just looked at it. You read it in your mind. I mean, you read when you're reading your mind. So you've read it. Matter whether you see the name. If you see the name, you've read the name. So uh, well, that's kind of like, it this I don't way. I don't ever recall this name before. And when I came home and I looked it up on the computer, because I was like, what the yeah. hell is this um, It did come up, and it did say that it was an entity that will come into a young adult, a young adolescent's life at a time uh. of when they are in um, need. They're in despair. So either... It's during a time where they're going through depression or substance abuse or alcoholism, and this demon will come in and just pull them even further into it. 
right. and uh, uh, really I, play with your head. So I, uh, I, I, I understand that. I know Kathy says, uh, uh, you know, if, from the Parallax chat room, she says, you know, if you say the name, it gives it attention. But if you've read the name, you've said the name. That's all I'm saying. It, it, once you've read it, you've said it. I mean, your mind has said it. That's all it really, you know, so oh. I, I don't go along with that. I mean, that's, I'm not saying you in particular, uh, Jenny, I mean, right. you know, that, that was what you were told to do and you respected. That's cool. But I mean, I, I just have a, a, a kind of a feeling like, like I have right here, I have a dictionary of all, uh, devils, demons, and all right. the rest right. of the bad crew. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about reading it on the air, you know, Does that mean my Does that mean my house will be inundated? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I what? you know the way I feel about the whole situation. You're probably right. I mean, somewhere along the line, I, I might have read it in, in you know something that I read because I'm, I love to read and I have a thirst for knowledge. But I I also believe in that old saying that you know, call on the devil and the lance of the call. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe in I believe in demons and I believe in devils and negative energy, whatever you want to call it. I definitely believe in that, and I believe in light and I believe in light entities, so whether angels, God, or whatever. Right. So I do believe in that, but there is the balance, and and if you have problem with the dark, you call in the light. And right. Yeah. You know, it was it was very odd to me because I'm not one of these big you know, demon people that, oh, it's a demon, oh, it's a demon, oh, it's a demon. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I get annoyed when I watch a lot of these shows, and I'm even annoyed with this whole Conjuring movie, The Conjuring, because uh, of you know, the whole story behind it, and, you know, who did it trace back to? Once again, it traced back to a witch, which mm-hmm. is which the name again. Damn, witches, yeah, mm-hmm. those witches are a pain in the ass, I tell you, you know what? <laughs> oh, those darn things. <laughs> We're so rotten. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, so I, usually with the whole demon thing, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm the first one to walk in when they go, oh, don't go in there. There's a demon in there. Yeah, all right. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really um, give too much thought to that kind of stuff. But in this one particular situation, I, I do believe that this is what was happening. Yeah. And I think with a lot of people, especially people with substance abuse and Depression. Oh, I agree on that. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with either them playing around with things they shouldn't have played around with or just being in a position where something was able to get into their psyche and get into their minds and, and start making them destroy themselves. Yeah. You know, feeding off of them. You know, I really do believe that. You know, I, I can tell you a, a, on a case that we did, and it was in the ruins of a... Uh, substance abuse hospital, and the the entity that where was so dark. In fact, Maureen channeled it, and it was brutal. I mean, I had the bitchest time of getting that thing out of her. Uh, I think I just about drowned her in holy water. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, she was there. I mean, she was growling and snapping, and mm. she was mm-hmm. nasty. And, you know, we had a couple of guys holding her, and like I said, it took me forever to get that damn thing out. And uh, 
Yeah, so I do believe in it, and and I do believe that yes, you if you have that substance abuse, abuse or alcoholic abuse or whatever, uh, you are weak. You're you're you know you're vulnerable, and you know I remember um, Lori uh, Bruno, uh, who you know she's a Sicilian. As I know, was is she uh, in Stigmata or Stigma? I can't um, think. I thought she was Sicilian. Would you say, Jenny? Ostrega. Stragowicz. Thank Strager. you so much, Jenny. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, okay. if I ever learned to speak English, you know, it'd, it'd be a miracle. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, well. <laughs> uh, uh, so, anyways, I mean, she was telling me, you know, she used to do exorcisms and stuff, and and you know, she would get her ass kicked if she wasn't just feeling well, you know. So, yeah, if you have a weakness, it's going to prey on you. Yeah, and there's definitely, you know, that's why a lot of people that go into these haunted houses and, you know, they're supposed to be paranormal teams, like, I've read where they said, oh, we went to the diner and now we're going to go investigate so-and-so. And I'm like, you idiots, you should never eat before you go <laughs> on one of these investigations. Like, people just really need to make themselves knowledgeable. They need to protect themselves. There is nothing more important than protecting yourself any time you get into any of those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, I protect myself before I even do readings because I know that the dead are coming in. Mm-hmm. So right. I need to protect myself from that. I also know that I'm a trans medium at times. You know, things will try to come through me. and. Right. I don't really care for that to happen, but, you know, when it happens, it happens. But I have to make sure that I'm protected before I even go into a situation where I'm going to be exposing myself to being channeled. Okay, so you brought, you, you brought up protection, um, Jenny. So how do you protect? I mean, you know, other people are, are interested in, in, in about this, and they're not sure how to go. So how would, how would you do protection? Well, it depends on, you know, what I'm doing. If I'm going for an investigation, which I do once in a while, um, I make sure I have my protection oil with me, first of all. Okay. What, 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 is it oil? what is this protection oil? Mm-hmm. It's actually something that I make myself. I make it at a certain time of the month. Um, okay. you know, I'm not touching like, that. No, no, no. I don't mean that way. <laughs> I mean, according to what, what the moons are doing, you know, whether it's a full moon, whether it's a waning moon, or uh-huh. um, and there's ingredients that go in it. It's not like, you know, stuff that you're going to put on you and say, oh, wow, this smells so good. Let me get some protection oil. No. <laughs> I don't work like that. I put the stuff in there that has to go in there that I know is going to protect my ass where I'm going. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I'll always, before I even venture out doing anything, I'll light a white candle. I'll call to St. Michael, the archangel, uh, because he is the angel of protection, mm-hmm. you know, to draw his sword and surround me and my loved ones or anybody who's going on this particular expedition mm-hmm. um, to protect us all, keep us safe. And, um, you know, I usually give out oil, too, to people. or bring my oil with me and actually... Make them put, you know, put it on their wrists, their forehead, right. and behind their neck before they even venture into anything. Hmm. Um, just to have that protection. And before you leave, obviously, too, you have to leave whatever's there behind, too. You don't want to bring it home with you. Right. Right. Absolutely. Another, another big mistake people make, you know. Um, that's why I get annoyed 
a lot of times when I'm doing readings, I have appointments, I always make them call me and verify that they're coming because it's not like I just sit down with my cards out and start reading. You know, mm-hmm. I do a whole thing okay. before I, I get yeah. Well, I do. You know, I burn sage. I call to have the messages that need to come through come through. I call only the good to come through, only the light, no darkness or negativity. Um, and I call for, you know, my ancestors and the dead around me, my, my spirit guides, to give me the information that I need to pass on to whoever I'm speaking to. Hmm. So, you know, you can't leave right. that hanging around after a reading either. When I'm done, I go back to my altar and I thank, you know, my spirit guides and I thank the dead for coming through and, and giving me the information that they gave and, you know, Wrap it up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a great go. ritual. That's a great and ritual. You know, and I give them thanks because they really you know. Right. And, and you have your own uh, methods of protection as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got that great big giant necklace that you complain about. But, it's okay. yeah, I have... Um, you know, I have uh, crystals on there. I have mm-hmm. now. I have my grandmother's uh, wedding band, which I was very pleased to find and add because I've been told that she watches over me. And absolutely. I'm sorry. I said no. Absolutely. That's, oh, okay. <laughs> um, what else have I got on there? I have a rune. I have a protective rune. Um, Do you have my medal? I have Ron's medal. I was going to say that. I have the medal. The medal's actually not on the same necklace. It's on a different necklace. But um, what did I put it on there? I can't remember. But yeah, I, don't I, know. I jingle. <laughs> there you go. That's well, jingle you know, another, another old That's... Italian thing that we always believe that even as a child, I remember any time you go into a situation where there's going to be a lot of people around, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's a wedding or get together or whatever. Always tied a little red ribbon or a piece of red yarn to the bra mm-hmm. strap on the left side. Yes, I've heard that. Oh, I'll have that's to try that. That's to keep them like the Moloikyo away. Yeah, I'll have to try that. <laughs> I've heard that um, my neighbors are Italian and they say that's to protect you from the evil eye. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I, have I heard mean, that. that's, that's what. But anyways, I, I know that we uh, are running out of time, and I have to get a beyond bizarre in here from my lo- lovely good friend, Vala Ventura. Thank so uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, you're going to hang on, uh, Jenny, right? We just, and we'll have another episode of Beyond Bizarre with Vala Ventura. Stone's Public House. Numerous stories of ghostly encounters surround Stone's Public House in Ashland, Massachusetts. The Inn and Pub was built in 1834 by John Stone and still serves as a restaurant and pub today. The assistant manager of Stone's tells a tale of being alone in the pub one night, finishing up the day's duties and having a sudden feeling of terror. Then, a handful of bird seeds fell through the holes in the ceiling, rattling to his newly mopped floor. Other staffers report water faucets turning on by themselves and numerous patrons say they have felt someone tapping on their shoulder 
only to find no one behind them when they turned around. A noted hypnotist and parapsychologist, Ralph Bebo, visited the inn numerous times, and he says that there are at least six, possibly seven, different ghosts that dwell there. Bebo says that Stone himself accidentally killed a boarder in 1845 and tried to cover up the murder. The other spirits were accomplices or witnesses to Stone's crime. Having sworn to keep Stone's crime a secret while they were alive, they are still bound to the pub to death. A terrifying tale from Varda Ventura's Book of the Bazaar. Oh, my lovely Vala. Great music. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, moving right on. Just feels the mood, yeah. Gets that mood for you, Ron. Right. So, so Jenny, uh, do you do readings over the uh, telephone at all? Um, I do. I prefer to do them face to face, but okay. I, I do them over the over the phone. Okay. And and if somebody wanted to contact you, how could they they contact you? Um. Well, they can contact me. They can go to my website, psychicjennyd.bpweb.com. Um. Has my number posted there? They can uh, get a reading through PayPal, um, or just if they want to just call me. The number's posted, and I'll set something up with them for a time, and we'll work something out. You know, um, work it that way. Okay, and I have that. Uh, a, lot of a lot of readings out of my home. You know, I yeah. do events. I usually post everything on my website, so I'll get all the go. information. Okay. And I've got that up on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page. So oh, if anybody you, would like to find Jenny, just mm -hmm. go on over to our page, and the link is there. And pretend you oh, like us. <laughs> so, Jenny, what's the name? What's the name of your book again? So that if people are interested in that, where they they could look find it. The name of my book is Their Whispers Tell a Story. Okay. Um, mem memoirs of a psychic medium. Oh, uh, I like that. Uh -huh. Maybe I'll have that. Memoirs of Van Helsing. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good. All eight hundred years of it. Before you, you we don't. go, I want to ask you a question, Anne. Before we go. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm picking up on something with you with with either a grandfather. It's it's a big, uh, a bigger mm. man. Light okay. hair and long eyes. I, I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes if there's an anniversary or a birthday coming around, I want to say that this is either a grandfather mm -hmm. or a great-grandfather. I think it's on the maternal side, though, with your mother. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel a presence of him being around, or, or have you been calling him or thinking about it? Is this, is this connecting with anything with you? Not, not really. All my grandfathers um, died um, well before I was born, right. so I never matter. really, I never really knew them. Right, right. So I like, feel like some one of them is around you for some reason. Oh, hmm. talk to your mom. I'm sorry. Talk, talk to, to your mom. mom. Talk okay. To your mom. All right. And inquire about it. Okay. Um, you know, it's not like there's a clear message coming through. I just feel like you're just kind of around you for some reason. Yeah. All right. Maybe you just you just went to a wedding. Is that 
related to your husband's side? Yes. That was uh, uh, our nephew, Mike, but it's on his side. On his side. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just talk to your mom about it. I don't know why you're talking about that. I will ask well, her. Thank you. There you go. So anyway, with, with that note, we've got to wrap it up. So I hear the bumpy bumps. I didn't oh, hear the no I didn't hear the pizza bell. What the hell happened to the pizza know. bell? No pizza from the dead tonight. No kidding. No, no. John, in, no oh, John in, in the chat room. No pizza wow. from the dead. You wow. know, life is going to hell. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, but we had Janie. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, and we especially want to thank Jenny D. for joining us here. And I look forward to seeing you up at Spirit Quest on October 4th through the 6th. And Jenny, you have a great night. And Anne, well, you know. That's fine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right? God bless. Uh, I had a call as usual. Thank you. Bye. Good night, everybody. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.